When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Browns fans. This is the Jellyard. I am the Sports Oracle of Ohio. I am going to predict the future for you. I'm going to tell you all about the 2024 season, even though it's still 2023. It's not going to be a pretty picture, not at all. In 2024, it's going to be worse than 2023. It's going to be very, very difficult. And the reason has to do with finances and salary cap. I'm going to try to explain it in pretty simple terms, simple as I can, why the Browns are going to be overspent in 2024 and why if the Browns are ever going to make the Super Bowl, I think what they need to have happen is for Deshaun Watson to have a brilliant year now in 2023. And if he does that, Then the Browns are going to extend his contract, and they can use that to try to finance that 2024 season. Maybe they can put two seasons together consecutively. But if that doesn't happen, there is no plan B, and 2024 is going to be a very, very difficult time. I'm going to tell you all about that, and let's just uh, get right to it. All right, then. So let me share with you a PowerPoint file. This will take just a second for those of you who have visuals. And if you are on uh, uh, Apple, Spotify, or something like that, I will tell you uh, what's going on, and I don't think you'll miss very much. The visuals just sort of clarify it for you. But um, you can still um, get by with just the audio portion of um, the uh, broadcast. So, okay, here we go. Hello, PowerPoint. All right, here's PowerPoint, and I think it's on the screen now. And I'm going to start from the very beginning. And let's talk about why the 2024 Browns salary cap is crushing. First of all, the cap itself is going to increase significantly. We're in a period of inflationary economics. You can thank your president and your Congress, both Democrats and Republicans, are cooperating in order to spend more money than ever before. And we, the American people, are letting them do it. Well, okay, we're getting politics involved in sports, but that's the way that it is. It's really true. We're just spending money like crazy. And that's reflecting itself in an inflation. And uh, that means that more money is being spent on NFL football. And that allows itself to be expressed in terms of the money that NFL football teams are allowed to spend on salaries. So we estimate, uh, that is, the NFL uh, community estimates that the salary cap will go up by uh, about 10% next year, $256 million, uh, according to overthecap.com. And um, we 
the, the Browns have $35 million currently that have not been spent in 2023. And some fans are asking, why don't the Browns spend that $35 million right now? Well, the reason is they really do need that $35 million next season in order to cover Deshaun uh, Watson's $64 million payday that is absolutely necessary uh, to be spent because why? His money is guaranteed. That's what guaranteed means. The Browns cannot get out of that. So, all right. Uh, the Browns currently have 43 players under contract for 2024, most of which is absolutely guaranteed, cannot get out of it. They are under contract for $269 million worth. Um, that matches up against the 291 total dollars that the Browns are allowed to spend. Uh, they have um, previous contracts that they're still paying off from the year before. That's another $15 million. They're going to have to have a draft, right? We're going to draft players. That's going to be eight draftees currently, and that will cost $7 million. They also have to hire three guys in order to bring the roster up to 53. There's $3 million. There'll be a practice squad of 16 players that are not paid very much money, about $300,000 each. That's $5 million. They'll be free agents. I'm saying, well, we're going to hold the line on free agents, not spend very much money. But they're still going to be, let's say, $10 million for that. Add it up, that's $309 million. That's $18 million more than they currently have uh, in the spend limit, the legal spend limit, the absolute maximum that they're allowed to spend. So somehow they've got to cut uh, $18 million from what they've got programmed. You know, some of these, in other words, the 43 players under contract, they're going to have to find $18 million to cut. How can they do that? Well, the number one method that they will use is to try to restructure and extend Deshaun Watson. In other words, give him another year in his contract and convert some of his salary money to bonus money. And remember that in the way that the NFL does things, you're allowed to take that bonus money and spread it out over the length of the contract. So not very much of that bonus money counts towards the 2024 salary cap. It's going to count more in the 2025 26, 27 seasons, and um, we hope that the salary cap, we expect that the salary cap will rise at that time, and that will absorb some more of that additional expense. So that's, uh, you know, using the inflationary cycle to the advantage of the team in that sense. They're also, this is going to sound terrible, but they're going to have to cut Resign and restructure Nick Chubb. He's got some money out there. Uh, and I forget exactly what it is, but it's about $14 million. And they're going to have to take that off of the budget. Resign him, uh, give him a bonus, uh, maybe uh, two or three years, let's say, and offer him incentives so that assuming that he's back and uh, has some recovery and gets some yards and stuff, uh, he'll be. Uh, paid, but it'll be on an incentives basis, let's say. And so that'll take some of the, the upfront money um, away from the 2024 season. So I think they still want to pay Nick Chubb, but they want to see if they can defer some of that 
2025 and 2026. I think they will also consider trading an offensive lineman. Um, remember that uh, Jack Conklin will be coming back from knee surgery. Maybe what they might want to do is move him to guard or move one of the other tackles to guard and see if they can trade one of the high-priced guards to clear some cap space. Don't know if they'll be able to do that or not. Would another team want to take on that kind of salary or, or do they believe that the Browns are nuts to pay um, Betonio and Wyatt Teller that kind of money? I don't know if they can move him or not. And they may also consider trading Amari Cooper, even though Cooper is brilliant. He's very highly paid. And there might be some way to, to uh, recover money from his contract. Those are the ways that they have to try to uh, generate $18 million. Um, on the other hand, they also have a bunch of players that are leaving in 2024. The guys on the left um, are the ones that are really important to the team that are starters or major contributors. And let me just list the, those for people who are not getting the visual. Um, Zadaria Smith, Shelby Harris, defensive tackle, Sione Takitaki, run-stopping linebacker, uh, Grant Delpit, the strong safety, Marquise Goodwin, a wide receiver, Corey Bohorkas, the first-string punter, Kareem Hunt, our running back, Rodney McLeod, safety, Maurice Hurst, defensive tackle, Anthony Walker Jr., our team leader and linebacker. And then there's also another uh, 12 or so players who are contributors but not starters, they typically do not have very high salaries. And so you could sign guys like that and uh, they wouldn't cost uh, huge amounts of money, maybe a little bit over a million dollars, maybe a million five or something like that for the first year charge. So they could probably be re-signed if you wanted to. But okay, there's a lot of players that have to be replaced in 2024 and they're going to be half, uh, you know, through the draft or through the free agent market. And here's a list of the players and the money that they're being paid and also i've listed the cap savings that are possible the red numbers means that you actually would lose money because they have so much guaranteed money that you would actually have to pay to get rid of some of these players notably deshaun watson with a 64 million dollar cap hit you would have to pay 137 million dollars in order to kick him off the team. You're not going to get any money back by cutting him. You'd have to pay $137 million extra in order to get rid of him. Uh, um, the only players that have um, the possibility of recovering $3 million or more, there's only four of them. It's um, Amari Cooper at $12.5 million, Nick Chubb, $12.2 million, Joel Batonio, $3.4 million, and Dustin Hopkins, our field goal kicker, at $3.0 million. Uh, everybody else is less than $3 million that could be recovered um, by cutting him. So the only way that you could get money back, reduce the the cost of the roster would be to carry out a trade somehow. I'm not sure if any of our players are actually valued at um, 
more than they're getting paid. I think they're all kind of overpaid and teams might not want to trade for these players. That's kind of what I think. So I think the Browns are really kind of stuck. Uh, it's going to be very difficult to reduce the cost of the roster in 2024. That's really what it's going to look like. <laughs> so that's what it's like. The Browns have been living high off of the hog. Uh, the uh, strategy of the Browns has always been that they were going to um, first, going back to the Sashi Brown era, they were going to hoard capital money, you know, in other words, the money that would be used to uh, spend on players, cap space. They were going to hoard that for a few years. They were also going to hoard draft picks. Then the idea was that they were going to overspend for a few years and have more draft picks than everybody else, and they were going to have a higher amount of money being spent on players than everybody else, and that way they were going to have a better team uh, by overspending and overdrafting compared to everybody else. And um, that was the plan. It sort of got ruined when Sashi Brown kind of overdid things and upset the ownership and uh, got himself fired. I think, you know, really what, what killed him was um, getting rid of Joe Hayden, who could still play. And uh, he incurred a a salary cap hit of $11 million in order to save $4 million off of the cap. And Joe Hayden went and played for Pittsburgh. And I think that was something that was simply not a good football move. And uh, that hurt the team, hurt morale, made the fan base mad. And uh, I think that really hurt a lot. And then the other thing that um, he got fired for was bungling the uh, trade in which he was going to trade two um, second-round draft picks, one of which was ultimately used to draft Nick Chubb, and that they were supposed to be traded for A.J. McCarron, the quarterback for Cincinnati that was going to placate Hugh Jackson. Now that, I think, was totally unjust. That was the ownership interfering with the running of the team. Um, that was for Hugh Jackson because Hugh Jackson – thought that he needed to have A.J. McCarron in order to win games. Uh, that, that was just really totally messed up. But in any case, um, I think that Sashi Brown took things too far, but the basic plan was sound. It's basically save up capital, save up draft picks, and then over uh, spend for about four or five years in a row and try to win a Super Bowl during that time. Things got messed up when John Dorsey came into the organization and he decided right away that he was going to trade away draft picks. And what did he do? Traded away a first-round draft pick and wound up getting Odell Beckham Jr., who was uh, paid a huge amount of money and overspent uh, on Odell right away and traded away first-round draft picks and sort of upset the plan at that point. And so, you know, the Browns could not stay with a plan um, and right away sabotaged it by reducing 
the uh, war chest of cap space and then also um, diminishing the amount of draft picks that the Browns had accumulated so very carefully and sort of upset the plan. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that all along the Browns knew that they were going to go through a cycle where they were going to lose. And that time is coming up. The peak for the ability to draft players and to sign players, to spend money on players, is 2023. They blew all their draft picks in order to have their super quarterback, their franchise quarterback, Deshaun Watson. All those picks were expended um, on a player that they felt was just a franchise guy. And um, the 2024 picks have already been traded away in order that they can take a shot in 2023 to win the Super Bowl. And uh, this is the best shot that they will ever have. In 2024, the only way that they can kind of keep the window open will be to refinance, restructure Deshaun Watson's contract in order to generate some additional cap space, and hopefully not have to uh, trade Amari Cooper, not have to uh, cut Nick Chubb. Hopefully they can afford to find some way to keep him on the team, uh, allow him to rehabilitate his uh, injured knee and still remain a Cleveland Brown. Um, but make no mistake that they have always understood that their organizational strength in terms of scouting and um, talent acquisition have not been up to par with the rest of the league, and so that they were not going to be able to uh, be like Baltimore and field a good team every year, Baltimore-Pittsburgh, let's say, and be good every year, that this was a cyclic uh, operation where they would be bad for a few years, accumulate draft picks and capital, and then be uh, good for a few years and hopefully great for three, four, five years in a row and have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the Haslam's are, are gamblers. They did not want to be a 500 team and, you know, just have a nice team and play 500 ball and just, um, you know, have a nice uh, operation. They wanted to take a chance and win it all. Uh, I don't know that I fault them for that. They would rather have taken a chance, uh, tried to win everything and taken the risk or accepted the risk that there would be a disastrous fall uh, later on. And, you know, the Deshaun Watson gamble is a perfect example of that. They knew that there was a very substantial risk associated with Deshaun Watson. There was uh, no surprise there, and they were willing to accept that risk in order to have a shot at actually winning the whole thing. And I think that what they're trying to do is win it all this year. This is the best chance that they will ever have of winning the Super Bowl, and it really depends so much on Deshaun Watson having a brilliant year. Now, I think at the moment, 
it doesn't look real great for Deshaun Watson because he's got an injury and didn't play well. Um, tried to come back too early and really, you know, just didn't look good. And so right now it doesn't look like a really fantastic proposition. But let's let's play out the hand. Um, understand why the decisions were made the way that they were. Uh, understand that, yeah, there in fact there could be some uh, significant repercussions, and um, we'll get into that at some future point. But for now, uh, we have to assume that Deshaun Watson is, in fact, going to have a terrific year and that the Browns are going to make the playoffs and make their run at it. If that happens, then there's a chance that they'll be able to restructure his contract, add another year, uh, and then be able to afford to do it again in 2024. That is plan A, and there really is no other plan B. There is no other way that they can be good uh, two years in a row if they don't restructure Deshaun Watson's contract. It'll be very difficult to keep the team together for another year. So that's the horrible truth. The uh, whole thing depends upon Deshaun Watson. If they don't have the ability to restructure Deshaun Watson's contract, there's going to be a significant decline in their ability to fund players in 2024. It's a very difficult situation, and um, uh, they really can't afford to absorb a salary cap hit on Deshaun Watson unless he's really performing up to his uh, so-called franchise quarterback level. That concludes what I had to say today. Hope everybody listening will have a blessed day. God bless you all, and I'll talk to you again very, very soon.